Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller. This is a pro wrestling show. And thank you very much for downloading me and joining me in these troubling times. I hope everyone's doing well and I hope everybody is safe. Uh, This is uh, a podcast by me about wrestling. If you've never listened to it before, make sure you do head over to YouTube as well and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search for Simon Miller because then you'll get even more content. And who knows what you're going to get on that thing. But I would appreciate it. But there's also something we do here, especially at the moment. Um, I have a patron and my patron exists. So I can do stuff like my YouTube channel and the podcast because I'll level with you. I don't make much money from it. But I like to treat my patron as a shop. It's not just there to support me and allowed to do creative things, but I like to try and give something back as and where I can. So you can get, you can get a video message, you can get a postcard, you can get a t-shirt should you want those things. But also we have the odd podcast that we do as we're doing right now where you can come on the show and we'll just talk about wrestling from anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour or whatever, whatever works. And today, uh, my man, all the way from a Across the sea, even though he's still dealing with stuff that we all are. My man Cody is back. Cody, how are you doing today? Doing the best I can in these troubling times. How about you? I, I'm doing all right. Well, I tell you who's not doing all right. That's WWE. <laughs> all right, you see? Look at, look at that awesome transition. Um, I mean, where do we even start with this? In case we'll, we'll give the news headlines in case people have downloaded this off the title and they have no idea what's going on, which does happen sometimes. Roman Reigns is out of WrestleMania 36. I will give you the speculation that is going around the internet, but a lot of reputable news sources have it, so I think we have to believe that it's true. Uh, The Miz, I think, was sick at one of the days when they were taping WrestleMania 36. The Usos were very upset about this. Roman Reigns, obviously a guy that um, has been diagnosed with leukemia, and you'd have to think may have a compromised immune system to a certain point of view, decided he would take himself out of it. Uh, The Miz also took himself out of it, although actually that sounds more uh, WWE pressured, whereas Roman Reigns was was solely on him. And uh, I do know who, do you know who uh, was the replacement for for Roman Reigns, Cody, before I get into it? I did hear one of the rumors. um, Am I I allowed to say it? (laughs) Yeah, I just want to make sure you didn't care before I spoiled it. I mean, people out there listening now, you're just going to have to come back to this after WrestleMania because I can tell you to turn your radio down for five seconds, but this name's going to come up over and over again. He got replaced by Braun Strowman. Yep. So we're getting Braun Strowman versus Goldberg, which to me, and Cody, I definitely want your thoughts in one second, but to me, this kind of underlines, and I, I find it hard to be too critical about it because from both AEW and WWE's perspective, I massively appreciate them just giving me a distraction and giving me stuff to dive into. Like Even this Roman Reigns story, I woke up, it's the first thing I saw, like great you know great this is not great obviously but you know it's it, it, I'm, I'm not thinking about all the other stuff even though it's directly tied to that so it's hard for me to go oh wrestlemania should be cancelled because i am being a massive hypocrite but when i take myself out of that bubble wrestlemania should definitely be cancelled because roman reigns not being in it and being replaced by braun Strowman to take on goldberg is not a wrestlemania match and i understand that nothing here is going to feel like a wrestlemania match that's just not something I get that excited about. But anyway, dude, that's my rant. Give it to me, dude. What do you think about the situation? What do you think about WrestleMania? What the hell is going on in the world of wrestling? Well, that is the question, isn't it? What in the, what in the hell is wrong <laughs> in, the rest, in the wrestling world? It's absolutely insane. But um, as for just like tackling just the Goldberg and Roman Reigns situation, for Roman Reigns to pull out, I've 
absolutely 100% understand that because it, you know, his, his history with his health issues and everything, health is more important than anything out there, no matter what we want to see, no matter what yeah. we want to see. Roman Reigns yeah. made the right decision. As for the match, though, I honestly had no plans uh, and no investment for this Goldberg-Roman Reigns match. I, I really didn't. Um, with what happened with uh, The Fiend and the whole swap there, the whole WrestleMania swap at Saudi Arabia and stuff like that, I I, I literally lost all interest in the Goldberg-Roman Reigns thing. But I figured Roman Reigns might have won and then we would have built that around him. I don't know. But as for Goldberg and Braun Strowman, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that I would want from that is give them at least five ten minutes because I really don't want to see Braun Strowman just get speared within a minute. I don't know what I want from it. That's a very good question. I hadn't even thought that. Okay, let's pose this question. I think we can say with a degree of certainty that Roman Reigns would have become the new Universal Champion. I think it would have been silly to do anything else. Goldberg doesn't need to be around longer than uh, a few months. But does he win now or does Braun Strowman win now? I don't want to see Braun Strowman. I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I would rather Goldberg won than Braun Strowman. That's just how I feel about it. I don't feel like I get anything as a fan from Braun Strowman as Universal Champion. I'm kind of with you there because it's funny. Uh, I think maybe a year and a half ago or even two years ago, I was on your podcast and we were talking about Braun Strowman and how popular he was and how much and how hot he was and we we couldn't wait for him to get the championship and now we're looking at it going yeah. uh, we don't want Braun Strowman to to win to Goldberg we just don't and I that's why I say we because I do agree with you I don't want to see Braun Strowman win no I don't I, I, and a huge reason for that is a combination of his booking but also Adam Schwer, whatever his real name is, does not come across as the best dude on social media. And that does tie into my likes or dislikes of people, whether whether it should do or not. But yeah, I am I am fascinated by what they're going to do. I mean, given how much is changing, I don't know whether it's worth keeping the belt on Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, coming up with some kind of dumb finishes and then waiting till we've got fans back in an arena and... And then giving those, you know, the, the, the guys their moments. I don't know. I, this is the problem. Is there a right or is there a wrong right now? I, I'm massively confused by all this. And it's almost like a card that we'll look back on and realize it was damned from the beginning. Because out of all the guys you could lose, I would imagine that Roman Reigns is probably top of that list. Outside of a Brock Lesnar or... I, honestly, this sounds terrible. I think you could have lost Drew McIntyre and it still would have been okay because the justification in a fan's head would have been, well, I'd rather he did win it again when we can do matches in front of, in front of an audience. So yeah, it just, it just seems like a card that is stuck between a rock and a hard place and is going to be an absolutely fascinating viewing experience in a couple of weeks. I agree. I think what viewers have to try and do for the most part is take this whole ordeal that's happening around the world and accept that in the next two, three, maybe four months, we are going to be viewing wrestling very very different and the fact that after wrestlemania we're going to be catching up on so many things we're going to have probably mini celebrations we're going to have probably episode chunks that have 10 20 minutes just dedicated to someone's title run at wrestlemania with no audience it's going to be crazy but yeah. that's what we have to kind of get used to and then just say okay you know what in these troubling times no matter what we agree or disagree with both companies, whether it be WWE, AEW, or any other wrestling company out there, are doing absolutely everything they can to bring us entertainment. 
Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, there are other rumors out there which we'll go through. Again, people say the Miz is off, which I can only presume is true. Yeah. Given that he's the catalyst for Roman Reigns being off. So it'd be odd if, oh, the Miz is sick. We'll, we'll have him wrestle, but we'll take off, you know, we'll take off Roman. That doesn't make any sense. But there are other, I mean, people say the Usos aren't going to wrestle and people say that Edge isn't going to wrestle. I don't necessarily believe these. I'm just mentioning them because we are, we're recording this on Friday afternoon and in case something happens by the time of us doing this and me editing it, they all come out. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be behind it, but I, I, I don't even, I, I can't see Edge versus Randy or yeah, these are the, you know, to me out of everything, I'm stumbling over my words, but to me out of everything, Edge and Randy Orton not being on that card is the one where I go, well, now you, you you flubbed this up. Like, that's the only one really that feels like a WrestleMania match to me. Even if you didn't do Shayna versus Becky, which I am very excited about, I think that could happen somewhere else. And I, I think that's true of Randy Orton and Edge as well, but I think with everything else, I need that because that's a match I'm excited about and one that I'm certainly able to give a free pass to because I'm so invested in the story. Yeah, with, uh, yeah, with, with Edge and Orton... I am very, very invested in this story because I'm not a huge fan of Randy Orton. Everybody who knows me knows I'm just not a big fan of him. I, I've heard a lot of rumors about him. Um, his on-screen work is at times, but his heel, Randy Orton, when he gets a chance to actually do stuff, oh my God, do I ever love it. And this is what I like. This side of Randy Orton. This is what keeps me interested in going, oh, I can't wait till Randy Orton gets his just desserts and stuff like that. Like, I... This is the side of Orton that I absolutely love. And the storyline and saying that Edge is like he's a junkie, addicted to the adrenaline, addicted to the crowd, addicted to all this. It's it's in really, really, really good. And just like you, I really want to see this match. I'm invested. Yeah, no, no, I, I think so. But I, I've given you all the all the news that I can. So we'll take it from there. One thing I should actually ask you, Cody, man. Obviously, we went with Braun Strowman. Do you think there would have been a better name? Or do you think this is kind of WWE reverting to task? Like, oh, we've got a... <laughs> we've got a big guy we can just put him in there because honestly i would have rather and people are going to laugh at me for saying this i would have rather Big E versus goldberg and that sounds dumb and i know people are like what does that even mean i would have got more excited knowing that it was somebody random like that given the circumstances i'm not saying he has to win the championship i'm just saying that would have excited me more. Even if you had done something which a lot of people I know wanted because of social media, Matt Riddle could go in there, obviously, with his um, his short history with Goldberg. But is there a name that you would want to, to have seen? Or really is Braun Strowman just, you know, the guy because, he, you know, he just fits the bill, right? Big dude, put him in. Well, <laughs> Matt Riddle would have been amazing. Because <laughs> we, we, I can just imagine WrestleMania now just uh, – the. The commentary saying, well, Roman Reigns is unable to be here tonight, so Goldberg doesn't have a match, and all of a sudden, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, Completely chilled die. out, yeah. I would, I would die at home. I would just freak out. But I think in this particular situation, when I first heard the Roman Reigns uh, news, I thought to myself, you know, who can replace Roman Reigns, or will they just not have the match? But I thought if they did go through with it, I would think some sort of – other part-timer with the status like Goldberg from that era would be best. I know it's another part-timer and I know we're in tough times right now, but I'm trying to look at booking and what would save wrestlers in no way imaginable, unless somehow Braun Strowman wins this match, which I just can't see happening. Is this good for Braun Strowman? He's going to look like a chump against Goldberg. And 
no matter who you throw up against Goldberg at this point, except for kind of Roman Reigns, because how he's been built with King Corbin and the last f- four or five months of building him up again, there's it would make sense for at least Roman Reigns to possibly lose, but I would rather him win, and it makes more sense for him to win. But any other person on that roster wouldn't make sense. So I, I would say take somebody from Goldberg's era and just have him fight there. That way you're not affecting anybody on the full-time current roster. I think that would have been thinking outside the box, and I think that would have been appreciated in many ways. I guess at this late stage with the situation, how the hell do you get anybody there? Yeah, yeah. would be the argument. But I know what you mean, though. That's the kind of thing where that's what you want to happen, isn't it? Because then you're like, oh, cool, we're getting this exciting match. It goes to show as well, like, you know, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, whenever it was, we was, why is Bray Wyatt losing? And and I I understood the business decision. And now that business decision has has, has obviously gone down the toilet. That was the other... A proposal that I did see John Cena versus Bray Wyatt happens on night one and then whoever wins that goes on to night two to fight Goldberg and you can actually put the belt back on the fiend and probably you know G him back up again now if that had been the plan from the beginning absolute pants because you're like why the hell did you do this to begin with what a waste of life but again you do get a free pass in these situations so I wouldn't mind that but unfortunately they're not going to do it and I will say nobody knows any of the results from WrestleMania 36 right now they may leak at some point but right now we don't know if Goldberg won we don't know if Braun Strowman won we, we know nothing and we have no idea how WWE intends to treat this and the other things that have kind of fluttered out mostly come down to to the the boneyard match between the undertaker and um aj styles which i'm not gonna lie cannot wait i cannot wait to see this i i i I kid you not i cannot cannot wait to see this i don't know what it is it's just something about the whole presentation and and stupidness of it that i've fallen in love with and it does sound like it's going to be a graveyard match and they're going to shoot it on location so i presume at a graveyard or at least a a fake one and that's the same with john cena versus bray white the rumor again i want to want to you know underline that as many times as i can is that they will you know have a more cinematic and produced encounter i guess would be the right the right word and i saw a lot of criticism towards that i'm like nah man even if it comes off as cheesy as all hell you give me something like the final deletion i'll be I'll, i'm all right with it you know what i mean i'm 100 percent all right with it i do i i loved what they did with the final deletion both on wwe and tna uh b- before i mentioned the boneyard match though i was just thinking here i was like oh my gosh I know Samoa Joe's on Raw, but wouldn't Samoa Joe versus Goldberg be amazing? Why not, right? <laughs> he comes back from nowhere, and he. De- but these, but these are the kind of cool things. And also with that, I actually think you could have had Samoa Joe win. I think you could have had Samoa Joe win, and I think yeah, you might have. Yeah. You know, you know, given that you are, given the crowd that I presume this WrestleMania is going to speak to predominantly, you and I, you know, smart hardcore wrestling fans. I think we would ask oh, Joe, I can't believe it. I mean, it's not going to happen, of course. But yeah, I think I think there's something in that. I think there's something in that. But hey, look, we'll find out. I'm still intrigued by it. And I still am excited to sit down for a couple of days and talk about WrestleMania with everyone. You know, that's the only thing I really care about. It sounds like it's only going to be three and a half to four hours on each show. That's fine by me. That's fine. Yeah. The Boneyard, the Boneyard match sounds fun. It's kind of like a combination of a... Um, a buried alive and casket match, I guess, if you think about it. Um, if uh, if they're on location of whether it be a fake graveyard or a real graveyard, if they were in a real graveyard, they wouldn't have to worry about catching any viruses, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I bet one person will go, ah, social distancing, you should be inside. And a small part of me will be like, yeah, they're not wrong. What are you doing? What are you doing? 
But um, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm actually looking forward to a couple of matches. The whole Boneyard match and being on a special set and building it and making it look interesting. And then I'm curious about how they're going to do the Fiend and John Cena match because I've read that apparently Bray Wyatt's going to go in and out of character. He's going to go in and out of the Fiend. and So I guess I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, I guess when you pre-record it, you can do anything. But um, I'm yeah, I, I, really excited. I think... Sorry, go on, man. I, I I was just excited. Oh, right. I think you said I'm excited for something. I didn't want yep. to steal away your excitement. <laughs> My bad. Um, no, I, I I really hope that, let's say we have six matches a night. It'd probably be more than that. that. Honestly, two to three are not in the performance center and happen elsewhere and are, are ridiculous and silly and over the top. Yeah. I really, really, really do. Even if we just, you know, even if we just get something, you know, something that we can laugh at on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Like the Shane McMahon thing. I'm not saying I want that. That was, bad. but even if it's that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, even if it's that, that that's fine. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. We're counting down to it again. Don't expect the WrestleMania card that you've seen to be the WrestleMania card that you get. Lots of wrestlers have pulled out for reasons we don't need to go into. And we will find out. We will find out uh, what, what happens next. Uh, the other thing I think we should talk about before I do want to get your general impression of wrestling over the last couple of weeks is a report came out in the Wrestling Observer newsletter, as it always does, that you know all these rumors circulating about CM Punk and Alberto Del Rio. The reason these aren't going to happen is that Vince McMahon is not into it. He's not interested in having CM Punk back. Not interested in having Alberto Del Rio back. This is professional wrestling. This is Vince McMahon. This is WWE. So you know that could change on a whim. You know, I never thought Bret Hart would go back. I never thought the Ultimate Warrior would go back. But you know, talking today, that is the you know that's very much the the consensus is that we Vince McMahon right now has no interest in in those two guys. And I'm kind of surprised by that, given the rating. Not Alberto Del Rio. I don't want to see Alberto Del Rio back. I always, everything I've read about him is, sounds like a bad egg. <laughs> you know, all, all things considered. CM Punk, I'm kind of indifferent to. I, I was never as pumped as him coming back as everybody else was because I felt like, look, if he's found peace with not doing professional wrestling, I think I'd rather he just enjoyed his life. But I understand the appeal and the money involved in him coming back. And I do think that he would, at least for a little while, I don't all this nonsense that some people say, well, now he's done the backstage Fox show, he wouldn't have the same drawing power. Nobody's watching that show. Not in a bad way. It's not a bad time. Um... You know, if, if people knew that CM Punk was coming back or he made a surprise, you'd get a tremendous amount of fallout from it and you would 100% get people tuning in next week. So I find, you know, I'm guessing the whole CM Punk thing is actually hurt, for lack of a better term. You know, Vince McMahon maybe more than we realize, which is doubly interesting because most people side with CM Punk when you look at everything that happened afterwards. Not the Colt Cabana stuff, that's something indifferent entirely that we don't need to talk about today. But I'm amazed that... It's a 100% no right now to the point that even Paul Heyman won't push for it because he knows it's a waste of time. It's difficult for me to be surprised now at this point because I've learned that Vince McMahon is one of the biggest trolls in the wrestling universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. So when you have CM Punk get so close to WWE that he's working for Fox and he's on WWE programming, but he's not actually working for WWE, that's the dangling carrot. And that's all you're going to get. And that's all Vince is going to let you have. <laughs> yeah. But would, would, do you want to see him come back? Like, I know we agree on Alberto Del Rio. I mean, is it something that you... Uh, you let me rephrase it. Do you want to see it as a fan? And do you think it's something that WWE needs? I Okay. I wanted, I wanted to see it more than ever as a fan 
a few months ago when before he was on Fox, before he was backstage, the rumors of where he might have gone to AWWE. But now that I've seen him on backstage so much, that return pop magic, you know what I mean? Like if you don't see anybody forever and then all of a sudden they appear, it, it gives a massive reaction, right? And of, of course, course yeah. yeah. Everyone was so excited, weren't they? They were so excited. Yeah, exactly. And I know that was our fault as fans getting us are getting ourselves excited. But would I like to see him come into a ring and maybe like clash with Seth or something like that? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And I think I would still just be probably as excited. But that that impact, that moneymaker, that don't announce CM Punk until a little bit later, that moment has passed now. And I don't think they can get it back. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that I mean, it kind of would have been awful now, obviously. But, you know, that whole Seth Rollins CM Punk thing at WrestleMania would have been... I'm excited about Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. I like that match. Me too, actually. I like, both those, but I like both those guys. I just think they, I think they work really hard too. But I think it, you'd be hard pushed to argue that CM Punk versus Seth Rollins or CM Punk versus Kevin Owens, but that was never on the table, obviously. There was hints that it could be Seth Rollins at some point. That would have been a proper... You know, that would have shoved it right up the card. There would have been a lot more people interested in it and so on and so forth. So, yeah. So, I guess that it could be a ruse. As you said, dude, it may just be get this out into the ether and then, oh my gosh, CM Punk came back. Because <laughs> we, we don't know what kind of state wrestling is going to be in after all this as well. Like There is a lockdown in Orlando where obviously the Performance Center is. And while WWE has enough, I think they have enough taped for either the Raw after WrestleMania or the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. It keeps changing depending where you read. But that is the, in fact, I'll get my calendar up. You know, let's get dates. Obviously, WrestleMania goes down on the 4th and 5th, which is next week. So let's say they do have enough up to the 10th of April, which my calendar is telling me is Good Friday. Good Friday to you all. Um, that's, that's two weeks' time. I'm not necessarily sure we're going to be out of this crisis in 14 days. So you know, in the week from the 13th of April, we're living in crazy times where we may not actually have a WWE-produced wrestling show. Again, they've got thousands of hours of content they can just dip into, and I think that would be fine. But... I don't know that to me that's just as a wrestling fan that is all you know usually hit over the head with content it's kind of nuts to think that well you know there could be proper downtime is what I mean for WWE and to me a great way to to spring back on your first raw is go oh look who's here it's CM Punk again that's massive fantasy booking and dreaming and maybe you don't even want to do it like that it just to close the door entirely when you're in such a well, just the unknown. You're in the unknown. You don't know where it's going to go. And this also ties into the whole thing with Vince McMahon and his shares and his stock. Like, I'm not the right person to explain this. But for some reason, McMahon has just sold like 15% of his stock. In basically, He's basically loaned it out. So he gets the money now. But then in five years time, I think it's four years time, actually, he has to sell a certain amount of his stock. But he's actually taken less money than he would have done if he waited us to come out the other end of this madness. So what does that mean? You know, and what, What's going to happen to the pay-per-views? Because we were told sort of six weeks ago that WWE is going to sell it to a third party but now that doesn't seem like it's going to happen and it's all going to be back on the WWE network even after he fired his general managers like it's such an unexpected and uncircum time to say we ain't bringing that guy back I don't know man this sounds like someone that may actually start maybe you just need to not be so stubborn you know I do I, I do and it's it's absolutely crazy <laughs> Like, I cannot believe that this is where wrestling is right now. Like, the stuff that we're talking about, the reports that are coming out, the matches that are being canceled or made on the, on the fly, the wrestlers that are leaving, like, I mean, leaving for, you know, protection, not leaving the company. But, I mean, that, that too, I guess, if you're talking about, like, Matt Hardy and stuff. But <laughs> there's just, <laughs> um, there's just so much change and so many what-ifs for so many wrestling companies. And... I just I can't imagine how it's all going to look like in 
two, three months. Like I, I can't, will, will SummerSlam be SummerSlam? Will it be something crazier? Will, will money in the bank still happen? Cause you can't have all those people in the, in the same ring. Like I, I'm thinking ahead here and I, but I kind of have to, you know, and Saudi Arabia events certainly probably aren't going to happen in October again. So like uh, it makes you wonder what the landscape of wrestling is going to be in six months. No, a hundred percent. That I mean, talk about the wrestling landscape at the moment, dude. In general, you mentioned Matt Hardy just there. Yeah, quite quite a contentious segment. It seems I loved it. I laughed. You make me laugh. I love you for life. Like that's that's all I need uh, out of life. But dude, how have you found the empty arena shows? How have you found sort of transitioning between the way WWE does it and AEW does it? Are you getting bored of it? Of course, because you know there is only a certain, you know, there is only a certain amount of time you can not enjoy this that's too much but it wears out quick right the novelty wears out quick but how have you been doing with it i don't want to be biased but try to hear me out <laughs> dude you can be biased i don't i don't, I don't and unlike at the internet i don't care about people being biased it's fine well i love wwe and just like you i love all the little wrestling promotions if i like it i like it i'll watch it i'll watch it i don't really even care if people don't like it whatever i like wrestling like um I, I take the WWE with the good and the bad and, you know, I, I do whatever. But when the empty shows, the, the empty arena shows started happening, I think WWE did it first. And I was like, all right, this is kind of how it's going to go. We're going to, you know, we're going to handle this. I'm going to try my best to enjoy it because what else do I have to do on a Monday night or a Friday night or something right now? So I started to enjoy it. And then AEW did their no audience thing. And that promo at the beginning with Cody Rhodes and how compassionate he was, how empathetic he was, how he addressed the situation. It didn't sound like it was scripted. They weren't in, they, they weren't putting in certain words here and there. Like even when AJ Styles came out on the uh, undertaker promo, for instance, he immediately said, you know, the WrestleMania catchphrase, it's too big for one night or whatever like that. And when you say stuff like that, it really loses its feeling at home. And right now I'm not in a place where I want to see advertisement, advertisement, advertisement thrown in my face. I know WWE is like that. We all know they're very hard on throwing those advertising words around, which is fine. That That's how they are. But when I was watching with AEW, they made me feel like wrestling hadn't stopped. Even though the crowd wasn't there and they were fooling around, you know, taking bets. That was funny. Sean Spears and MJF. God, that was funny. But AEW just made me feel like a crisis wasn't going on it made me feel like family again but at the same time knowing what's going on in the past the world but also continuing the story like when adam page came out and he you know he put the beer up in the air and he nodded that was awesome that that <laughs> i i misread that compared to everybody else oh, did you? I, th I i thought that was him being indifferent to it and everyone's like no man you idiot that was it. i thought <laughs> he's being like well let's see what's gonna happen yeah i got told off for that one i got told off bad it just <laughs> AEW the last two weeks has made me feel so good, I guess, as a fan. And while WWE has entertained me for a bit, at times I've gone, okay, I'm bored. Like when we watch the old matches from the past, they're good. Don't get me wrong. But I don't want to see them right now. I just want to be entertained by live stuff and know what's going on and not watch something past and let my brain drift. So AEW has just been knocking that out in, in spades. I mean, they have BTE. The AEW Dark has been just as good still. So... Uh, I I don't want to be biased towards AEW, but every time I watch them, they make me feel like stuff isn't going on in the world and I get just as happy. <laughs> so I don't know what to yeah, tell you. No. no, dude, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, 
I'm in this sort of crazy uh, bubble right now where I'm always criticised. I don't mind. I, I like I like the engagement, whether good or bad. But uh, you know, where if I say anything bad about AEW, <laughs> oh, you'll be you, you know you're being you're being biased. It's like, or, or but it's the other way around as well. Like if I, if I watch a show and I can't find anything bad to say about it, I won't say anything about it because I'm like I'm not going to say good or bad things for the sake of it. I'm going to be honest, and I honestly believe that. It is hard to say negative things about AEW at the moment, not because I hate WWE or I'm biased towards AEW, but because it's the same with anything. Like if you are a big fan of, I don't know, we'll go with Lost just because that's a show that everybody liked. If you're a big fan of Lost, you know exactly what you expect to get when you tune in, which is why those last couple of episodes, it pissed everybody off. Same with Game of Thrones. Maybe Game of Thrones is a better one. I thought the criticism to that was over-egged. But you you come to expect a certain amount of... Uh, whatever, whatever the word may be. And when you don't get that, you feel let down. So when I go to watch AEW 2, I have an idea of what that show is going to be. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, they deliver that. So it's hard to then sit here and go, well, I'm going to criticize because I know what it's like. People that tune into AEW and say, well, I don't like the fast pace, crazy, over the top, no selling matches. And then they tune in the next week and still complaining about it. I'm like, you can't, man. That's what they're presenting to you. Mm-hmm. You, don't have to, you don't have to like it, but there comes a point where you're actually punishing yourself. You know, you're you're judging them by unfair standards because you've already accepted you don't like it, and yet you're going to keep tuning in and bashing them, which you are allowed to do. There's nothing wrong with it. But I do like that stuff. So when they give me that kind of stuff, I'm like, yeah, sweet. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even mind the Nightmare Collective stuff that much. I didn't think it was the best thing they were doing, and I certainly thought that it was ill-timed and mismanaged. I think it was the worst thing I'd ever seen in my life, which is why when they start doing stuff like Matt Hardy, I'm kind of like, because everyone said, oh, this doesn't feel like AEW. I'm like, dude, they had an alien in there. They had a person walking <laughs> around being an alien they've got orange cassidy you can't all of a sudden get on your high horse about this but going back to the original point that is my whole thing with AEW when people get mad at me because wwe isn't like that i don't know i honestly genuinely especially when it comes to raw not smackdown when it comes to raw and i actually think raw is my favorite wrestling show because it just cracks me up constantly but i have no idea what they're going to do ever genuinely it's been better the last few months because I think Paul Heyman has really sunk his teeth into it. But by and large, if somebody, if I sat down with someone to watch Raw and they said, kind of give me the, the elevator pitch of what this is, I'd be like, it's a wrestling show where I literally don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> because they'll just make things up on the fly. And I, so people seem to be missing this. We seem to be getting into this war between WWE and AEW, which I hate. But ultimately, as you just said, even in an empty arena, it was still a good show. I thought the first empty arena was better than this one, but this one also felt like their backs were against the wall a little bit, and obviously they lost their blood and guts show. But it was still entertaining, and like I still got something out of it, and that's the key. I still got something out of it. Yeah, we we, we definitely got something out of it. Um, I don't drink very often. But uh, there was a thing going around on Twitter on AEW night and uh, Cody was going to be on commentary. And every time he said, wait a minute, you're supposed to take a drink. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he never I'm pretty sure he didn't say wait a minute once throughout the whole show. So me and a few friends are watching in a chat room together. And since my name's Cody, (laughs) 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 we we took advantage of that and we had a good time. It was I mean, putting the alcohol aside, though, I mean, I get every I'm not saying that you need alcohol and whatever to enjoy AEW. I just I love it every single night. And there's a group of us that gets together and watches it through a chat room every Wednesday. Oh, that's awesome, though, man. Right. That's the best. Yeah. And we're just watching it real time together all over the planet. And um it's just it's fantastic and again wwe makes me crack up like raw as you said it's it's never happened on there it's 
it's a variety show of, of craziness half the time. And half the time I look at it, I'm like, oh, my God, what are they doing? And then half the other time I'm going, ha, 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 that's funny. And then, oh, this is awesome. So, I mean, we've, it's, it's a mix of – it's a mixture of everything. So I, I know when I watch WWE, I know what I'm going to get out of WWE. When I watch AEW, I know exactly what I'm going to get. But uh, AEW is just keeping, keeping my – my interest so peaked lately and i loved everything with that matt hardy thing him teleporting and, and having the power of the pyro and <laughs> it was so stupid and so funny and so awesome and just ah uh, it was i don't know i i, I thought it was quite creative <laughs> I, I think you've hit the nail on the head i thought it was creative too and i'm like i think people's big problem with it with it was you know they, they said to them with Chris Statlander, for example, we don't actually know she is an alien. Yeah. She just thinks she is an alien, right? That's the whole point. She thinks she's an alien. But when you see Matt Hardy teleporting around the place, it's like, oh, you're 100% an alien, 100% a magic man or whatever, because we've now seen, <laughs> now seen you have powers. But I'm still a bit like, do I care? Not really. Maybe it was a, a trick of the mind. Maybe we were in Jericho's... hallucinogenic thoughts. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. There's so many ways that you can spin it. And also, unless we're going to do empty arena matches for the rest of our life, which obviously we're not, this is... You're never going to be able to do this again unless you pre-record something. And then you've got... That's when you do stuff like the final deletion. And the final deletion doesn't count because you can actually argue, oh, it comes from the brain of crazy Matt Hardy. I want to have that stuff in my resting... Especially when I'm trapped in my house and I can't do anything else. Do you know what I mean? I like, when, when, when that is a situation, I'm not going to sit there and get mad about a dude pretending to teleport. It's just not worth it. I thought it was just clever using an empty arena to make him teleport like you couldn't again you you couldn't do make that happen again because if you if you freeze frame it and capture all that again there's going to be audience moving around and all that stuff and having the i wouldn't work i would be rubbish yeah yeah yeah. it would be rubbish so why not use what you have and they did and i don't see anything crazy and creative like that coming from wwe so (laughs) i mean for instance they're they're at the performance center they don't even have pyro anymore for a bit for the last few weeks which is fair. I mean, it's a, it's a performance center, but AEW is just going above and beyond to continually keep everybody entertained. Like that Kenny Omega and Sammy Guevara match. That was insane. That was a great television match. It really was good, wasn't it? I, I think because there's been this idea that you can't do uh, uh, these kind of matches without any fans. And I think that's true to a certain point, but I think you get the right guys. And you'll smash it. Like, I love that match. Uh, I love the Rey Mysterio match from a, a few weeks ago uh, against Andrade. I thought that was really fun. Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan, I also loved. Do you know what I mean? Like, this was all it was all top stuff for me. And I enjoyed wrestling for what it was. Of course, it's better with a crowd. But, you know, we don't have a crowd right now. So what, what, do, you, what do you want from me? Yeah, and I'm, I don't mean just to mention WWE again there just because I know we're bounce, bouncing back and forth between AEW and WWE. I know it's difficult to <laughs> not to do that. But... Um, Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, and Goldberg, Roman Reigns, and how it's not happening anymore. Out of those top, like, all those top matches that are WrestleMania, what are the top five that are you, like, really interested in? Like, I know we're not getting Roman Reigns anymore, and I know you're really interested in Edge and Orton, but out of those top five, or, or sorry, out of the top, I guess, 12 technically matches right now, because we don't know what's happening concrete with Goldberg, what are your top five current WrestleMania matches to look forward to? Ooh, five matches at WrestleMania I'm looking forward to. Edge Rand Randy Orton. Yeah. I think to me feels like the best built. Yeah, the, the, the best built match of them all. 
Um, I would have said Roman Reigns Goldberg, but obviously that's I can't say that because that's off the <laughs> that's off the that's off the table. So I will say that Shayna Becky Lynch, I am genuinely excited about. Um, Drew McIntyre Brock Lesnar I think will be good, and then you know what the Boneyard match and John Cena versus the Fiend. I I I I'm not against these kind of matches. Genuinely, I think I think all of them should be quite fun. How about you, man? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really excited for uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I'm I'm excited for uh, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. I'm excited for John Cena and the Fiend versus Bray Wyatt, Edge versus Randy Orton. But as for a fifth match, ah, uh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins have really made me care about their feud. Yeah, no, I, I I would have put that on there as well. I tell you the reason I didn't. It's just not going to be as silly as the other ones. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. I'm just I'm just all about nonsense at the moment. Like I really, really, really am. I just want so much nonsense, and I just think that it's going to give me too in space. I don't think on paper it's a bad card at all. You know, I really, really, really don't. I think there's a lot of good. I just think the issues come in how it will be presented to us. But I, I can't put any. I'm just repeating myself. But it's true. I can't put the blame on that on anybody because. We're in the middle. The argument, again, we are going around in circles, but the argument is, should they even be doing this to begin with? And no, they shouldn't. But again, I'm happy they are because it gives me something to look forward to, which is what I read right now. So, you know, it's just this, it's ever. It's like the um, the Ouroboros, or however you pronounce it, the, the snake chasing its tail. You're just going to go round and round and round and round and round and round. The one thing you can't do is you can't say, well, WWE should shut down, but AEW should keep going. That's not how it works. Either, you know, we all go on or none of us go on. Yeah, uh, were you? Um, I know this is not WWAW, but how do you feel about the cancellation of the TNA one night only show? Yeah, it's a shame. You know, I was looking forward to that. I thought it was a crazy thing to do in many ways because that name is so tainted. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it is though, isn't it? TNA was like a joke for so long, given the amount of crazy stuff they went through. But I thought it was a good idea. It's almost like you know trying to own their own their own mistakes but I, I don't really get that that's i remember when i saw them cancel all their shows i was like well why are they canceling their shows but AEW and uh, wwe are just gonna go on i don't have the answer for that but no i think it sucks like, even for me i had some really good I, honestly i'm meant to be on a plane in three days time one four days time i was meant to go on a plane flying out to tampa to have a match with sammy callahan like i don't want to there's people in far worse situations than me i'm not trying to you know get any kind of violins or sympathy or empathy also i don't like that stuff but just to show the sort of far-reaching effect this has had on pro wrestling that would have been the biggest match of my life i mean a having a match in america been a dream for years of course it would be going against a guy that is very well known just started a new gimmick which gives him relevance if nothing else and it vanished right it vanished and there was some genuine uh, hype and support for that i'm not saying as much as wrestlemania of course but in my own little bubble world there certainly was and that got taken away and then you know i was meant to have a match last weekend and this weekend none of these things are happening i mean I, pretty much my calendar right now when it comes to wrestling just has to tba next to it because we've all had to cancel and i think when you realize you know almost from grassroots all the way up to something like wrestlemania i think for it to happen during this time of year Again, you know, it's nothing to do with wrestling. There are bigger things in the grand scheme that are more important. But given this stupid little niche that we love, for it to happen at this time of year is just, you know, it could have happened in, I don't know, I'm trying to think of it, uh, well, even a month later, it could have happened in May. What happens in wrestling in May? Nothing. Usually ratings go down and nobody's talk about it and the casual fan doesn't come back. The WrestleMania fan doesn't come back. They've already checked out. We could have had our big moments with Drew McIntyre and whoever else is going to win a title, probably Roman Reigns. 
And yet instead, essentially, the entire wrestling world has been stopped, you know, grinded to a halt other than WWE and AEW. Even the Japanese shows have gone back to saying it was a mistake and New Japan isn't running and all Japan has changed its mind. I think Stardom has a show. Don't really know what's going on there. But when you start looking at it in those terms, that's when I think you really start to realize how crazy all this stuff is. And so, yeah, when you mention the TNA show, it's like, why did the TNA show stop? And it's because, really, WWE and AEW should probably be doing the same. But we won't go down the, we won't go down that wagon now. But it's nuts. It's really nuts. Yeah, I, I was I was excited. Uh, I think it's this weekend or a few days from now. It was canceled, but I was excited. Speaking of New Japan, I was looking forward to watching uh, Sakura Genesis. Yeah, I think it would have been good, right? I think it's, it's been it, it was so much good stuff. And now, again, going back to that CM Punk chat we had, well, what the hell do we do now? <laughs> what if res- what if wrestling does stop? I don't know. Maybe, well, I've never been here before. I have never been here before. This is, as a man that's been watching wrestling for a long-ass time, I've, I've never had to experience this, so I don't really know what you do. Well, I mean, let's, uh, let's prepare for it. Like, if, if wrestling did stop, let's say for a month right now, let's just fantasy book. Well, we'll say it, it stops after Mania for a whole month, let's just say. Yeah. Would AEW just pause the feuds? Would WWE pause the feuds? Or would WWE start off with something new? And who would you want to see new? If something if something new started or let's say everything was refreshed because of everything in the world and everybody can understand that, not, not just like anybody canceling feuds because of something. Not just stuff just happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I, would, I would hit a major reset on everything. All right. I, I I really really would. I would I would use this to to my advantage, and yeah, I would just. I'm not saying that you reset characters, but I would certainly reset storylines, which sounds bonkers because that would be like watching again. I use Lost just because I brought it up before. That would be like watching Lost and then all of a sudden coming back and it, everything's changed. But WWE is unique in the sense it runs 365 days a year, 52 weeks, so you do have to have a bit of leeway and guess and as we never have this before i would use it to my advantage i'm not saying i would change everything but if there are little things that aren't working i would just stop i would have a look at my entire roster and think to myself who can i actually like shorty g for example this is the kind of level i'm talking at for me shorty g can just come back as chad gable and for once i won't question why you just did this you know, I won't be like, uh, can I have some kind of explanation? I would just take it as, all right, you saw sense. And now we can treat him maybe a little bit better than, than we did before. And there's so many other little things like that. Rusev can just come back on television. And he doesn't have to have any interaction with Bobby Lashley and Lana. Hell, you can take Lana. You can't put her back with Rusev. It's too much. But you can separate Bobby Lashley and Lana if you want. And I would just accept it for now. Say with the whole Riot Squad. Remember that? We're going to get the triple threat Riot Squad at WrestleMania. That's not happening. Well, you can just forget about it now. And I would come up with better ways to present these people that I thought had potential and get rid of these stories that quite clearly before we got to this point weren't really getting over with the fans and we were kind of just going through them because we had started them you know it is different for something like Otis and Mandy Rose and Dolph Ziggler because I think we'll pay that off at Wrestlemania the same thing with the weird glitches I'm sure that would be Ali and you can still pay that off that's fine but you know wider reaching I think there are guys that could benefit from this should WWE be willing to take what would be quite a not a controversial stance but certainly an ambitious stance but you never we've never had a break in WWE I've never Raw has never not aired even that time everyone got snowed in they still they still ran a show some Somebody died on their damn show. They still run the damn thing. So, you know, I, I just think you use it for what it is. 
and just try and rehabilitate a kind of a few people, try and freshen them up. And no one's going to question it because we actually do have a reason. A, a stupid virus closed down the world. <laughs> like that's a pretty good reason to, to get away with it. How about you, man? What do you do? We come back after a month, two months. How do you want the show to be booked? Do you want them to just pick up and carry on as usual? Or do you want them to do something different? I'm trying not to laugh right now because I'm thinking this virus would have been a perfect opportunity for that spider just to poof out of existence. <laughs> wow. That, that's happened anyway, right? That thing is dead. Poor Eric Rowan. I just thought like if they, if they had just waited three or four weeks more with it still in the cage, then they could have just gotten rid of it because of I the know. whole pandemic. And that I would know. be perfect. Because then we never Obviously. would have had answers. And that right now is better than, you know. <laughs> wow. A lot of things. A lot of things. But where I'd like to see things, um, when you were mentioning Ali there with the crazy glitches and everything, and I know people were speculating that, wouldn't that be crazy if he freaking appeared against Goldberg? I know he's small, but all this build up with these glitches, I'm kind of crazy. I tell you, man, I, I'd take anything. I'd take anything. Even if I watched it and go, well, that was crap. Good. <laughs> Good. Give me something crap. That's fine. I don't care. You're allowed. That's what I want, man. I want them to use this. I guess that's my point I'm trying to get across. I want them to use this as a time just to be super creative because I don't care if people fail when doing that. I really don't. I just appreciate the fact that they tried. And you you have, again, you have the best jet get out of jail free clause ever. You know, the world's been brought to its knees. So wrestling is the least of anybody's worries. Yeah. Uh, as for booking fantasy in the next month or two, I would definitely get that title off of Lesnar for sure. And I would have Drew carry it. And then I would send Seth Rollins and Drew into a feud. That means he's got to beat Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. He, what are you doing to me here? Kevin he does. He does. <laughs> I, know, I know you said that as well. And that's the thing. Right now, I'm actually thinking Seth will win this despite Kevin Owens should. I think I think Seth is going to get it. And But that but my this is fantasy booking, though, with Seth and Drew. So... In, in hard times, so if, if Kevin has to lose, it's for a good reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does make more sense. If you're going to have Drew McIntyre win the belt at WrestleMania, he needs a heel to feud with, and Seth Rollins fits that bill, even though it's kind of the same person having a fight with themselves. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but I just worry, I don't know what that means for Kevin Owens. I mean, you come out of WrestleMania, what does Kevin Owens do? Because to me, this is one of those situations where the good guy has to win, Otherwise, the story is really depressing. It's like Seth Rollins started this awful cult and he kind of tried to influence his judgment and his control over the Raw roster. Kevin Owens was the one guy to stand up to him and then he loses. It's like, oh, that's really disappointing. But you are right. You need someone to fight Drew. I don't know who else there is. I was also uh, possibly thinking that wouldn't it be amazing to have Kevin Owens versus Andrade for the US title? I would, I'd do Andrade with anybody. Andrade is so good. And yeah, Kevin Owens could fit that bill perfectly. Yeah, get a get a good feel going there. Andrade's a good heel. I'm really behind Angel Garza lately. He's amazing. Uh, oh, man. Oh, absolutely. And there's a guy again. Let's sit down. If we do have a month off, let's sit down. Let's get this guy six months worth of stories all ready to go. Let's build him up. That's the other thing. I, I would choose my next guys. Alistair Black, too. You know, I, I honestly, I love Bobby Lashley. I do. But he is you know, surplus to requirements at the moment. Just have Alistair Black black mass his head off and move on. Yeah, for sure. Or, oh, that would be another one too. We could have Alistair Black and Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'd be yeah. up for that. Yeah, yeah. I'd like that. I'm trying to think what other, what other heels are there that Drew can work with if we don't go with Seth Rollins. Hmm. What other heels? 
this is the problem. I mean, you've got Baron Corbin, but he's on the wrong brand, so you can't do that. You've got, in fact, let me get the WrestleMania card up because it's going to be somebody on WrestleMania. It's not going to be, well, it could be somebody random, but I very, I very much doubt it. I think, I think you're right. I think Seth Rollins is the most obvious choice. AJ Styles? Uh, yes, you could do AJ Styles. That would work. I mean, I think he'll lose to The Undertaker, but I don't really think that's going to be a big deal if it's a produced over-the-top graveyard match. So, yes, AJ Styles makes all the sense in the world. You could do it with Randy Orton, maybe, uh, you know, Randy Orton versus Drew. Randy Orton would have to be Edge, a bit contentious there. I wouldn't mind that. Um, Edge versus... You could, you could... Oh, so I just thought of that. Sorry. Go on. Um, have Seth... Or have, have Kevin Owens win, like you say, for uh, WrestleMania. And then have Edge take on Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. That's just good. That's a, that's a good interim match to build to something else. Then... I, but the thing is, I don't know, see, it's so complicated. I'm now looking at this card. I would not be surprised if Bobby Lashley beats Alistair Black and we do Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for a while. Oh, I know yeah. nobody wants that. I'm not saying I want that either. I'm saying looking at this card and thinking how WWE thinks, that would not surprise me at all. I'm I'm scared to say that you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we will we we will we're we'll gonna find out. Um, apparently, yeah, the SmackDown tag team match is off, apparently, or at least has been changed. So we are not getting, uh, well, we don't even know what it was going to be, do we? It was going to be, I think, the Usos versus the New Day tonight on SmackDown, if you're listening to this on Friday, and the winner was going to take on Miz and Morrison. Now, they filmed that match before all this madness happened, but apparently the Miz and John Morrison will not be involved in whatever the hell is happening at WrestleMania. This is all so crazy. I can't keep up with it all. It's like we're living in some kind of dream world. I'm telling you, we've we've gone through the twilight zone or something. Because imagine I told you this is going to happen at the start of the year. Imagine I told you this is going to happen after Bray Wyatt lost the title. That's you what happened. Believe me. That's what it is. The fiend lost, and everything went to hell. <laughs> right? The fiend. The fiend was actually holding all this together. Who the flip knew? Who the flip knew? So look, dude, we'll do WrestleMania predictions properly next week, but I won't have you on then. So we've talked so much about it. Let's just run. I won't give mine, but dude, let's get yours. We'll run through all 13 matches. You tell me who you tell me who you've got. I, I, I've literally got a list here in no particular order, though. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's title. Completely lost in the shuffle now. Again, not their fault. They've been absolutely screwed by, by world news. But I don't really know. I, I guess it massively depends on what they're going to do elsewhere. But I, I don't, I'll do mine next week. You, you give me yours. All right. Well, some of these have been influenced by the pandemic and changes because I'm wondering if WWE is going to start or do certain changes on the fly to plan things yes. ahead. So yeah. before, I really thought Charlotte Fla or Charlotte Flair uh, would lose because I want Rhea Ripley to have this dominance. But given the ratings and given how they need attention on NXT, Charlotte really might just win this right now because they need something down there. And uh, but. Even if she wins, I just want Rhea Ripley and Charlotte to kind of continue right now because I want them to be given the time they need. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre, WWE Championship. I'm really hoping Drew. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I got a feeling. Uh, Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. <laughs> well, I think Goldberg right now. <laughs> <laughs> what about Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler? I think they'd be mad not to have Shayna win. I think that's such a better story. I'm, I'm doing my, I'll do it anyway. I think that's much a better story. A much better story than Big Threat comes to get Becky Lynch and then she just wins. I think that's crap. But uh, again, they may go for the whole make all the faces win to make people happy kind of vibe. I've been sharing this prediction around the world, so I'm going to uh, share it here again, and we'll see if it happens. 
But I want Becky Lynch to lose. I want Shayna Baszler to beat her. And then I want Becky Lynch to be off TV for a month or two months. This whole quarantine thing makes it perfectly happy. You know, perfect. Happy. Yes, my friend. Then Money in the Bank. Becky Lynch comes out, wins Money in the Bank, and chases Shayna Baszler with that Money in the Bank briefcase. Um, dude, I'm down for that. I would not argue. John Cena versus The Fiend. The Fiend. Because I would like him to get back into the title picture on SmackDown. Imagine he loses. Imagine he loses. Oh, can you imagine? Uh, Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks versus Tamina. I'm going to make a spoiler now and say that match will not be those five women and something will change. However, let's say it is that. Who's going to win? Well, nobody's meaner than Tamina. <laughs> <laughs> My T-shirt never came. <laughs> Screw you, WWE shop. Yeah, actually, they did give me a refund, to be fair, but still. That's a shame. But uh, I think... The best way to have this happen, because Sasha Banks was looking at that title kind of with juicy eyes the other day. So I would like Sasha Banks to win and then maybe do something with Bailey and Sasha. But right now, with given the circumstances, it might just be better for Bailey to hold on to it. Yeah, I think I think onto something. AJ Styles versus The Undertaker in a boneyard match. <laughs> My most anticipated match in years. I cannot wait. I would really hope The Undertaker. I've been back and forth and I have uh, positives and negatives on the whole mark and tigers and you know i i, I kind of get where aj styles is coming from i do want that undertaker like the older undertaker but uh it's it's been a fun feud and um the undertaker for sure yeah i think it's been fun too people be very negative i like it kevin owens versus seth rollins we we, we kind of spoke about that but for my thing to happen i i yeah because seth rollins needs to win yeah understandable um I, I won't even do the SmackDown tag team match because I don't know. But the Raw one, we do know. Andrade and Angel Garza versus the Street Profits. Street Profits. Yeah. Imagine they take the belts over this soon. Be bad, right? Really bad. Yeah, it would be. Uh, Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. With, Interesting, kind of. With how completely random that is, I simply <laughs> hope just give them 10, 20 minutes and just give them us a decent match with Alistair Black winning. Because I don't... As, as annoyed as I was with the Rusev and Bobby Lashley feud, I don't want Bobby Lashley to look weak here. I want both men to look somewhat strong. No, I, I do. I, I don't think they treat Bobby Lashley right at all. It's like he's just some kind of schmo no one cares about. It's very weird. TNA treated him great. I know. I know. That's what I don't get. Just go watch that one tape. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, Elias versus King Corbin, the match nobody wants. <laughs> um, that This is actually a tough one, despite me not caring for it at all. I think they'd be smart to have King Corbin win. I know it's it's weird, but <laughs> what what I, I don't I didn't think what what I, I'm just, I I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> no, what right? what what do you think the benefit of it is? The benefit of King Corbin winning is with how we we, we just watched like a six month exhausting feud with Roman Reigns and he got barely no wins in that whatsoever. King Corbin is looking like a chump at this point. And with a person, you know, he's the winner of the king in the ring. I just fancy booking again. I want WWE to treat this king person like a big deal. I don't want him to be annoying. I don't want him to be dog food. I just want him to be a badass King Corbin. <laughs> that's all I want. Is that so hard, WWE? But well, yes, apparently it is. <laughs> apparently yeah. it is. But that's all I want. But it probably won't happen. Elias will probably win. But King Corbin. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And finally, uh, last man standing, Edge versus Randy Orton. In a in a beautiful world, I would want both people not to get to the answer of ten. But uh, I like that. You know, they would both. It's both. It, that would be about execution to me because you may piss people off. But no, I think if you do that, yes, there's something in that. I agree. I think with no audience in the ring and they're beating the crap out of each other and not being able to get to a count of the ten, I think it will it will add something to the match. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude, I like it. If you had to choose someone, though, if said you, you can't be a double, who would you go with? Edge, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be, right? It's got to be. And that's it. That's the WrestleMania card. I can't tell you if we're going to get those matches or not, but you always remember that we did our best here on the 27th of March, 2020. And on that note, Cody, I will thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it, man. And in these troubled waters that we are all currently sailing, I hope you continue to do all right, and I hope we all get to our location as safely as we can. Yeah, and, and thanks for having me on, and uh, hopefully I can have you on, on my podcast again at some point. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, definitely go check out Cody's podcast. If I do a little pimp for your podcast, man, get it out there. Sure. Uh, you can find me at SoundCloud under Lotus Moon Productions, Facebook under Lotus Moon Productions, Twitter under Lotus Moon Prod, and you can now search us on YouTube under Lotus Moon Productions. There you go. Lotus Moon Productions. If you want to start with a good episode, start with one I'm on it. <laughs> episode and <you> can, 30. <laughs> and, exactly. And you can literally like relive this conversation from a few months ago. Uh, but no, Cody, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And thank you to everyone who signed up for the Patreon this week. Patreon.com forward to Simon316. Uh, it was an inc it's so much niceness and so much love out there after I lost so much work. So thank you for allowing me to kind of operate as if nothing had changed, other than the fact I'm not in my pants wrestling other people. But we will get back to that as soon as we can. Uh, enjoy the weekend. If you're listening this on friday enjoy smackdown enjoy all the craziness that wrestlemania week brings i know it's not what we hoped for and i know it's not what we wanted but we're all dealing with it and it will be enjoyable it will be entertaining on some level but take care of yourselves take care of each other and i'll chat to you again very soon